Hello, and welcome to Tools to Create a Better Life with myself, Glenice Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. So, this week's show is food a choice? Now, I have so many years of experience with food not feeling like a choice and being really distracted with food. It really has only been in the last uh, nine years that I've been playing with these tools from Access Consciousness that I've really started to experience a whole new reality with food. And in the last four months, even more than ever before. And so, you know, I would say prior to these four months, and I'll talk about that in a little bit, but prior to that, utilizing these tools really gave me a sense of clearing my points of views that I had about food because our our points of views create our reality. And in my experience, I started having extra weight when I was a very young child. So at the age of nine, I was actually on my very first diet. And that really set the stage for so many more diets and uh, starvation and uh, indulging and gorging and all the crazy that went along with it and all the distraction and all of the how wrong my body was and how right other people's bodies were. And I mean, I could go on and on and on. And so in in the past few years, utilizing these tools, really looking at the points of views and starting to shift and change the points of views and recognizing that something else was possible. I wasn't aware of what that was. I just was aware that something else was possible. And one of the body processes from so many years ago in Access Consciousness was around Uh, facilitating our body to utilize food like a homeopath as opposed to eating the amount of food that we're, we're told we're to eat or in my case eating more than we were told to eat and other than bars I've actually only facilitated uh, two body processes and that was one of them. I was so, there was something with the energy of that body process class that way back in, I believe it was 2013, I held that as a one day class and another one that I don't recall right now what it was. And, you know, just there was something about that energy. And then continued with using the tools and changing uh, the way I was with food and such. And last September, which would have been September of 2019, a friend of mine who had taken a couple foundation classes with me was going to be in my part of the world and wondered if we could get together to visit. So we had a visit at the end of September and I was so inspired by something like there was something going on with her and I knew she had recently got a divorce so I'll be honest I kind of figured it was that um she just looked so vibrant her eyes were so bright and shiny her her skin like I just kept staring at her and wondering what was different like what was different and you know that weird place where you want to say to somebody like you look so good what's different but you also don't want to be rude that they didn't look good before because she she's always looked good. The the other, you know, the two times when she came to foundation, she looked good. So I really, I didn't know what it was and sitting there wondering and being like just so intrigued. 
And then she started to tell me that she had actually lost 100 pounds. Now, I will be honest, I did not know she had a 100 to lose, like maybe 40, but 100 was shocking. But the vibrancy, the brightness of the eyes, there was something more to it. So as I always do when people tell me stuff like that, it's like, so what did you choose? What did you change? And what she said was lots of points of views and all the things. But what really got me intrigued was she said she was doing something. It's called long-term fasting. Now, I was familiar with intermittent fasting because I had done that before. I had done where you maybe don't eat for, um, you know, 12 hours or 16 hours or something, and then you do eat for the rest of the time in a 24-hour period. And of course, you don't eat nonstop for the rest of the time. I don't mean that. Uh, but anyway, so she said long term. And I was like, what does long term fasting mean? Like, I don't, I'm not even familiar with that term. And so anyway, she was doing these 40 day, day, <laughs> 40 days in a row water fasts, which meant the only thing she was taking in was water. And I was floored. Now, I have heard of people not eating and I've, you know, kind of talked to people maybe doing juice fasts or stuff like that. I've done my own form of, you know, fasting longer term, five or six days or whatever with different diets and such. But this, there was something to it. And I got to tell you, I was just like, wow. Like, really? No food? Don't you get tired? Don't you get, you know, all of my really interesting points of views about food that I didn't even know I had were all coming up. And again, I'm so grateful that I had that, whatever it was, 20 minutes with her before we started talking about this. And I'm so grateful we met in person. Because I know that if she would have told me that over the phone, or even over Skype or something, like... I really needed to see what she looked like before she told me that because I could about imagine the crazy I would have went into because of my points of view. So we got to really be aware of our points of views, guys, because if let's say her and I were talking on the phone, so I couldn't see her and she said she'd done a 40, 40 uh, day water fast. I probably would have went into, she probably looks really sickly. She probably looks gray. She, I mean, I can about imagine what would have went through my head. So to have that time with her and then find out what was going on, it was wow, just freaking wow. And I was so intrigued. Now, it wasn't like I was, you know, my body was saying, let's do this. I wasn't jumping up to do a 40-day fast by any means. And I was very intrigued. So that was the like the feather touch is what I call it. The feather touch of kind of here's another possibility. Here's another possibility. Uh, again, body wasn't asking for it, but there was an invitation energy. And I spoke to some of my friends about it. And I was just like, wow, this is so cool. I did a little bit of searching on YouTube. Again, not I wasn't interested in, in the long term fasting, but there was something there was something I was being invited to. Then in January of this year, Hubby and I went to the library at the very beginning of January, and my, ba my body was demanding something change. And I mean demanding, like very, very loud. So we were looking at books, and I had actually went to get a book on intermittent fasting. I had done intermittent fasting before, uh, again, kind of thinking probably around a, 
16-hour uh, fast uh, and an eight-hour eating window. Again, you don't eat the entire eight hours, but something like that was, was kind of in my mind. So looking around for the books, I was searching on their system and the old, they only had one book in stock, as I think often occurs at the beginning of January for people with diets and such. Uh, and it was called Alternate Day Fasting. Now that didn't even, I didn't even really compute what it was, but it was the only one there. So I took the book home and started reading it. And it was where you could eat basically every 24 hours. So you could have... Uh, you know, have supper tonight, as I call it. I know a lot of people call it dinner. You could have that. And then tomorrow at dinner or supper, you could have, you could eat again. So about every 24 hours. So I was, you know, reading the book and there was something to it. And it was kind of like, okay, this is possible. And remembering back to my friends, you know, chat about 40 day fasts and thinking, you know, once, you know, once a day is, is doable. And then I got to a point in the book where there was one paragraph about another woman who had done some studies as the this writer had, which I don't recall the name of either of the authors, but you can search every, uh, sorry, alternate day fasting. That's the one name of the book. And in that book was this one paragraph about this other woman who had done uh, studies and her, the name of her book is called Every Other Day Diet. When I read that one paragraph, my body was like that. So I knew whatever body was asking for was actually in that other book. Uh, and so I was like, okay, cool. I didn't really know how it would be different. It kind of sounds the same to me. Alternate day fasting, every other day diet. I mean, hello. And it's not. <laughs> So I was able to find the information and order in the book and such. And, uh, and it basically isn't every 24 hours. It's basically more kind of every 36 to 40 hours is when you would be eating. Uh, and in, in, I believe, both books, you can have a certain amount of calories on the day that you're not eating on your fast day. So that's what I started doing. On January 5th, I started eating uh, basically every other day. And... I would eat, I mean, it really depends, but when I first started, I did, a, I tried lots of different ways and I did have the, the lower calories sometimes on the, on the fasting day, but I didn't find that my body liked that. I actually found that my body preferred not to have anything. And then I started researching Dr. Jason Fung and Megan Ramo, Ramos, Ramos, uh, and though they've uh, they've got some books, uh, tons of books, and done a lot of studies, and I really, really got excited about the the their philosophy behind it all, which is more around the insulin and um, longer term fasts and what goes on with your body with those things. And so I started researching radio shows, uh, different things with, with all that information and was really intrigued. So, you know, kind of continued to shift and change things up and kind of found, found what my body was really happy with, which is about every, you know, I, I only have water for about 40 hours and then have about an eight hour window of eating and then another 40 hour fast. And that just goes on and on. Now, if you would have said to me in December, could you go 40 hours without food? I probably would have told you I would need to be very sick to, to do that. 
And so the amount of points of views, especially in the first month that required to be cleared was astonishing to me. Like the significance I had put on food and even though I would tell you that my body never, like I never had the point of view that I needed to eat for energy. In fact, I often experienced the opposite. When I ate, I never felt very energetic. Uh, you know, it's not like I would go and, and have lunch and then go to my trainer. That would never occur. So I never had that point of view. And I had a lot of points of views about what's required. And, and also, when there's this space in your body that has always been defined, or I've always chose to define it as hunger. Like, what is that really? Is that actually hunger? And so really in the last four months have changed so much, so many different things, and all of these points of views that really the significance about food and the lies that I've bought and sold for me. Now, please know, I am not telling you this because I think everybody should do this because I actually know everybody shouldn't do this. I know that there are certain bodies that this, you know, they this really creates more for and and your body will know and you know, this this isn't I'm not selling this way of eating at all. Please, please, please. I I ask you to hear beyond what I'm sharing in terms of this information, uh, because it's it's about looking at those points of views. So looking at what have you decided you need to eat and when you need to eat and how much you need to eat. And and maybe you're not eat like maybe you could maybe your body would like to eat more. Like it's not always about having less or any of that. It's really getting clear on what your points of views are. But also for me, what is shocking is what I had decided about food and, and, and eating and what's required and what's not required and what's good and what's bad. And I mean, it's amazing to me. I actually don't work out now um, until I'm in a fasted state. So I often, before I break my fast, so normally if it's a food day, I finish, you know, we finish our meal, our last meal of the day around say 6 p.m. And then I don't eat again until, um, say, 9 a.m., a day and a bit later. So I actually work out before I break my fast that morning. So I'm working out at 38, 39 hours fasted. And I have way more energy than if I were to work out after I ate. And, and it's so backwards from this reality and what this reality tells us. But again, please know that's what works for me and my body right now. That's what we're choosing and what's creating more for us right now. It doesn't mean it will next week and it doesn't mean it's for you. You just want to be asking questions and looking at those points of views because those are so interesting. And what they found with... Um, all the work that uh, Jason Fung and Megan Ramos and they're in Canada, what they've done is people are, are healing diabetes. People are, and I think it's called reversing it. Maybe I don't know what the proper term is, but like there's all this magic that's going on. Um, fatty liver, uh, like there's all this stuff that's going on and it's backwards from what we're being told. But again, it's not for everybody's body. So really being aware of that. So what occurred recently, the reason that I called this is food a choice is one, because of all of this, right? If we can go 40 hours with food or my friend 40 days or other people go longer or whatever. I mean, is it like, 
How much have we not made it a choice? How much have we not recognized we could choose it or not? So what occurred, I was recently facilitating an online foundation. Oh my gosh, best thing ever. So if you've got a chance, if you've taken bars and you would like to, please come and join me. I've got another one coming up May 21st to the 24th of 2020. So we'd love to have you. Uh, so I was facilitating that. And I said to a friend of mine, uh, you know, I said, I'm going to actually just go until I'm hungry. Because what was happening was on my on the days that I would break my fast, after my workout, a lot of times I still wouldn't be hungry. But I was breaking the fast because I was going to start my work day and, you know, kind of had these points of views that I don't want to get hungry when I can't eat on my fat on my eat day because I can eat and like all this other crazy was coming up. And so I said to her, I said, I'm actually gone, not going to break my fast until I'm truly hungry. So it was facilitating foundation. So I was on the, the you know, hit my, my 40 hours or my 39 hours of, of fasting, worked out not hungry. Started facilitating class, got to lunch break, not hungry. Continued to facilitate, got to, uh, you know, the end of the day, not hungry. And I was shocked. We're at 47 hours of not eating and I'm not hungry. And I kept checking in with my body, like truth body, are you hungry? Truth body, like, would you um, but from this kind of energy of like, it needs to be hungry, checking in from that energy. So I was just finished facilitating day three, I believe it was a foundation and I and hubby was upstairs. And as we often do, uh, if I'm working, I use air quotes working, we're in the same house, but I'm working. So I actually just texted him and I said, and I'd let him know I may not be joining him for supper, because uh, I was just kind of waiting until my body was hungry. So I texted him and said, hey, my body's still not hungry, so go ahead with your supper and I'll be up as soon as I finish these last couple things. So sent the text and then it was so interesting because in the choice of not having supper, in sending that text, my body then was like, I don't even know how to put it into words, but basically if I was going to decipher it for you, it was like, no, I would like to eat. But it was a really intense energy, but not hunger. There was no hunger involved whatsoever. And I was shocked because I was like, body, you would like to eat. But I kept looking for the hunger. There was no hunger, but body was like, from, from choosing not to, body was like, yes, I would like to. And... I was so confused, but it was so clear. I could hear it so clearly. I was so aware of what she was asking for. So I was like, okay. So we went upstairs and said, you know, told hubby we changed our mind and we were going to have, going to join him for supper. And as I kept looking at it like that night and the next morning when I was in the shower, I, I almost screamed it because it was such a huge awareness of, oh my God, food is just a choice. My body doesn't have to be hungry to choose food. It can be, but it doesn't have to be. And so as I was texting my friend about this, I said to her, I said, it's like an orgasm. My body doesn't have to be horny to have an orgasm. 
sometimes it's just like, oh, maybe hubby is. So then it's like, oh yeah. And then it's like, yes, let's do this. So body says yes, but it's not, it's not like I, I'm going to have an orgasm because I'm horny. Same thing. I'm going to eat because I'm hungry. What if we take the because out? What if it truly is just a choice? I know, believe me, my mind was blown because I look at how many times I ate because I was hungry. Now, what is hunger? What is hunger? And I remember when I very first started playing with the tools with access consciousness and they were talking about asking your body um, to, you know, whatever, if you're going to eat, what are you going to eat? And, and if you get hungry, ask your body if it truly desires to eat. And I can remember that the what I would call the hunger feeling, especially back then, it was such a painful feeling for me. That's how I had really defined it, that I actually asked my body to, you know, so I would ask it like, truth, are you hungry? Would you like to ingest or digest food? And often I would get a no, but the air quotes hunger was so distracting to me that I actually asked my body to change it. I was like, please let me know that you're spacious <laughs> in a different energy, because if it's showing up like I would define it as hunger, I'm going to eat. And it was just from the awareness of, you know, all the crazy with food I'd made in the past, the whole, you know, the, the eating thing, the food thing. And uh, like, there was so much. And I just said, please, can you change this? Like, I'm grateful to know you're spacious and I'm grateful to know that, that we're being more of us and, and all of that, but please show it to me different because this, this, what I've defined as hunger, my entire life wasn't actually hunger. And then add on to it now that I know body might just desire to have some food, to have some food, not for any purpose other than it tastes yummy, it might be fun, um, she would like it. Like again, the same reason you might choose to have an orgasm for no reason whatsoever except just to have an orgasm. Like, oh my God. <laughs> I know some of you might have caught on to this years ago, and I'm happy for you. Uh, I kind of feel like I, I am just really late to this party. But I share this in case any of you are late to the party also. Uh, and it really is this like, oh my gosh, I have total choice with this. So I don't ask my body anymore from the from the space of like, are you hungry? Do you need to eat? Do you need food? It's like, buddy, what would be fun? What would be fun for you? And what this is going to look like, you know, in the future, in, you know, in the next day, week, month, years to come, to me is so many more possibilities. So many more possibilities because it, it just gives me the infinite choice with it. Because really, if we don't make food significant, we recognize it's a choice then we don't have to judge what we're eating. We don't have to make it wrong. We don't have to make it right. There's, there's nothing more except that spaciousness of choice. What would we like to choose? What's going to create more here? Yeah, so I actually have a three-part Zoom coming up. It's called Stop Being Foods, Bitch. Uh, and it's really about nurturing beyond nurturing and nutrition <laughs> beyond judgment 
And I actually put it together before this awareness. And so I'm so excited because I actually get by putting it together has invited this awareness and what else, of course, and what else and what else. But I really, if this stuff inspires you or in, excites you or you've really been looking at your relationship with food or you know it's time to change those points of use, I invite you to come and play with us because I wonder what magic we can create together. And again, please know it's not about fasting. That's I'm not this is I'm not going to sell you on fasting because I don't think it need it's not to be sold. Your body might require six meals a day. I know that there's bodies out there that actually do better with six meals a day than doing what I'm doing. Mine is extremely extreme. And and that's where what we're choosing so far. Who knows what body will choose tomorrow? I am so open to whatever's possible. The other thing I didn't mention was that actually hubby is in this with me. So what occurred was about three weeks I was doing it and I was doing really well with it. The first couple of weeks were, were a little bit wonky. Um, kind of, it was maybe a little bit kind of like a detox and, and, and of course, so many more points of views way back when, uh, and he listened to one of his scientific podcasts as he loves to listen to, and they interviewed Dr. Jason Fung on it. Oh no, they didn't. We listened to an interview after, sorry. Um, they had, they had somebody on who knew about fasting and alternate day fasting and, um, or longer term, whatever fasting and there were so many health benefits and stuff from the, what this person spoke about but how do you, hubby when he got home that night we're, we're actually in Cochrane Alberta I was facilitating foundation got home that night and he said I'm gonna join you and I'll be honest I didn't expect it would last which is really I mean unkind but I was like man I mean that that's wow and he's still all these months later he's still with me we have our fast days we have our food days um and sometimes we eat on our food or on our fast days sometimes it's like our bodies are like yes must have food and sometimes our heads are like yes must have food but this many days or this many months into it we're we're actually really aware of when it's our head and when it's our body and that I'm so grateful for so incredibly grateful for um, and as with when we actually listen to our body, when, when we're co-creating with our body, I mean, I'm down almost 40 pounds. Hubby, I think is about 30, maybe a little bit more, maybe even 35. Like, how does it get any better than that? And not because weight is significant, because believe me, it's not. It really is just this spaciousness of, of being more of us and of being again, aware of the infinite choice that's available all the time. So anyway, just just wanted to share our experience and and not so much again from the place of I think everyone should do this. And I do get that if you're willing, be present with what the points of views you have about everything are, everything. And if they come up, or when they come up, when you become aware that you've got the point of view, you know, breakfast is the most important meal of the day, clear that point of view. Because then if your body is asking for food in the morning, then cool, you'll hear it. It'll be really clear. But if you have the point of view that breakfast is the most important meal of the day, then you wouldn't be aware if your body was not asking for it based on that interesting point of view. So the good old tool, interesting point of view, I have that point of view interesting point of view. I have that point of view. And then you're going to have a clearer awareness. So you're not going to clear 
eating breakfast. You're not going to clear that. You're going to clear the points of views that you have to, which then gives you choice. Yes, choice. Imagine choice with food. Oh my gosh. And again, join me. I would love, love, love to have you for online foundation. And of course, the stop being foods bit zoom. So have an awesome rest of your day. And I look forward to chatting with you soon.